change can be implemented quickly. Now, most businesses have had to implement change within weeks. And some of this change is what was considered impossible or something that would take years. We know that this is not the case now and that nothing is impossible. We can make things work if we have to. It's not easy, but it's doable. So when the thought of no way that's impossible comes across your mind, remember how fast we've had to pivot in these circumstances. And that should give us a real heightened level of confidence as we move into our what's next. Hi, this is Julie Hyde. Thanks for joining me on Making Account, a podcast dedicated to inspiring leaders and business owners to be even better leaders, to create a great culture, empower their people and be more productive. So let's get into it. Earlier this year, I jumped on the podcast to share lessons from the bushfire crisis that we experienced in Australia in uh, December and January. Little did I know what was in store for us after that tragedy. This coronavirus just keeps on punching, particularly in Victoria, where we are still in lockdown. The impact of this pandemic is enormous on the economy and on our mental health. It is destroying businesses, not only in Victoria, but all over Australia and the world. And it's really heavily impacting our livelihoods forcing people to make some really heartbreaking decisions. It has turned goals and dreams upside down and back again and really testing our resilience. Throughout this pandemic, I've been supporting my clients to navigate the constant changes, especially transitioning in and out and back into lockdown. The amount of information to wade through has been incredible from JobKeeper to COVID, safe management plans and fair work changes. I've been implementing communication strategies to keep their team connected and also informed. And even when there was no change to communicate, we we communicated that. We've been shifting how the leaders manage the teams and now that they're remote and how we manage workflow. We've been actively trying to keep the culture alive and thinking of ways that we can engage the team online. And you may get a laugh out of this, but I've actually implemented a let's get active session with one of my teams to get them up and moving on a Monday morning and get those endorphins flowing. So yes, I'm in front of Zoom like an old fashioned 80s (laughs) aerobics instructor uh, doing my moves. But it's funny. It's, it is funny, but it's all in an effort to get a smile and support their mental health, which is one thing that has been very, very high on my radar and ensuring that we are doing constant check-ins with the teams. And I've found that my business and leadership knowledge has certainly supported understanding the strategies to implement and how we need to provide particular support, particularly when conversations aren't good and when we're going to have to reduce hours and the like. But one thing I've been really heartened by is the is the level of humanity shown during the virus. You don't have to look too far to see wonderful things being done in the community and in the workplace. People are really kind and there are so many random acts of kindness going on that it really doesn't still hope and belief that we are okay 
at the very core, people are pretty wonderful. And I'm really heartened by how leaders have understood the need to be vulnerable, to lead with their heart, and how they have been trying their absolute best to keep their people employed as best they can in in these challenging times. Care packages are being sent as a thank you for doing great things during challenging times. People have rallied to support local businesses as best they can too. And I know in my community, there is such a push to keep as many hospitality and retail businesses alive. And I know this is similar across the board. There is so much that is not in our control. And there is so much about this situation that we don't want. But it's super important to be accepting of what is. We don't have to like it, but it is what it is. Because when we push against that, this is when the blame, the anger, and the frustration comes into play. I'm not saying that this is easy. I've had my moments where I've thrown the toys out of the cot in a tantrum, but I know I can't stay there because that's not good for me or anyone around me. Another thing that has been highlighted over the last six months is the importance of providing psychological safety for our team in times of uncertainty and immense change. This has been really hard on everyone and there is no secret that the next wave of this pandemic is going to be that of mental health. The cost of such a quick change and everything brought into the home, school and work and entire family units on top of each other and the financial pressures and the rest has caused enormous cognitive pressure for most. And whilst communication has always been important and the foundation to the success of anything, it is now critical that communication is ramped up, that clarity is provided and that people are listened to and supported even more. And I've got more on that in a moment. But one thing we have to get really good at is getting back to basics and trying to simplify the complexity and making sense of this enormous mess that this pandemic has created. And I believe we have got really good at that. We have been forced to see the opportunity in this crisis and pivot and pivot and pivot again. Yep, that P word. But it's very relevant. And some businesses have really thrived in this pandemic, having pivoted fast, which is awesome. And, you know, others have been really smart in their approach and really thought outside the square to do things differently. And I wanted to share 10 of, I suppose, the positives that have come out of this pandemic so far and that are on my my radar for when we transition out of this and into our what's next. We can't let this crisis go to waste, so to speak. And if we come out of this the same way as we went into it, with the same mindset and the same beliefs and the same operating rhythm, then we have lost a really important learning opportunity um, to be better when we come out into, as I say, into our next. So I wanted to share, as I said, 10 of the things that I have learned and observed that I think will serve us really well. And the first is getting back 
to basics and I want to talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs here and the absolute need for psychological safety and creating that for our teams and also for our families. So, you know, you're probably familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs and at the very bottom at the very foundation is the psychological needs and that is of air and water and food and, and shelter and they're the, the physiological needs that everyone needs to function. The next level is safety needs and these are needs like the personal security, employment, resources and health. Now I think health is absolutely critical um, at this time, and we understand the need to be supporting our physical health in order to be at our best in terms of mental health. Mental health is huge throughout this pandemic, as I've already mentioned. So the um, need to be supporting our mental health and also um, for supporting our employees' mental health is critical. And then comes the love and belonging. And this is where I think the two, the safety and the love and belonging are the two most critical components that we really need to be focusing on and getting back to basics in doing. Now, the love and belonging, that's very much around the connection, having that sense of connection, um, having that friendship um, and that sense of family around. If we can focus on these two areas as leaders and really create that sense of psychological safety for our teams, making sure that they are connected with us as leaders, but also amongst the team by implementing some really simple strategies to keep the spontaneous um, communications going that they may have got in the office that they don't have now so easily working from home, but just keeping that communication going, making sure that we're communicating more. We've got to be communicating more when we're not in front of our teams. We've got to have the ability to see them. So making sure that when we are communicating with the teams and when we are interacting with them, that they have their camera on. We need to be able to see them. We need to be able to understand how they're reacting to various types of communications and um, just really encouraging them to reach out and ask for help, to ask for support, but also offer support to those around them. So I think that um, that sense of um, belonging and the sense of connection um, and also that knowledge that they have at least someone or people to turn to when they need to talk. And it's really trying to communicate more to lessen or to dampen that sense of uncertainty for them. So at least they, we can create a sense of control for them because there is a lot of uncertainty out there, which is very, very, very unsettling for people. So at least if we can give them a sense of certainty in knowing what's happening within the organization, that can go a long way towards supporting people's mental health. But it's, it's really getting back to basics there. Um, the second thing is that change can be implemented quickly. Now, most businesses have had to implement change within weeks 
And some of this change is what was considered impossible or something that would take years. We know that this is not the case now and that nothing is impossible. We can make things work if we have to. It's not easy, but it's doable. So when the thought of no way that's impossible comes across your mind, remember how fast we've had to pivot in these circumstances. And that should give us a real heightened level of confidence as we move into our what's next to be able to do what we may have thought was impossible in the past. The third thing is the benefit of stepping back and reflecting. Now, the power of reflection has such enormous benefits and we've been forced to reflect on what's working and what's not working to keep our business viable. Leaders have been forced to do the same with their leadership. So the way you led six months ago won't serve you now. But having the time to stop and reflect and adapt is a super powerful strategy and one that can give you a huge competitive advantage. This is something that, as I said, we have been forced to do throughout this pandemic. And this is something that I think we really need to take with us into our future. Uh, equally important for our lives. Many have been, you know, forced to reflect on how their lives have been and realizing that it wasn't serving them. People's priorities have very much changed. And this is something we must continue to make the time to do, but also have empathy for people's changing priorities now and understand that we need to do things a little differently. Uh, the fourth thing is that we will always be managing dispersed teams now. So without a doubt, how we work has been disrupted and turned on its head. And whilst many are sick of working from home full time, the benefits of working from time and a more flexible way of working have been realized. The time saving of not having to travel, um, those types of things have been equated to the ability to look after people's health, to be with loved ones more and to just be more productive overall. So I don't think we'll ever go back to having everyone in the office full time. And to be honest, we don't need to. So this will also change the landscape of the of what the office looks like and where office space will be in the future. But one thing that I think we really need to get good at is managing dispersed teams. So having those connection, those communication and the culture um, strategies in place will serve you very well in moving towards your future. The fifth thing is that communication is king. During uncertain times, communication is key. And the three C's of communication must happen. It must be clear, it must be concise, and it must be constant. People need to know what is going on. And it's the absence of information that causes huge issues for people uh, to fill the void with assumptions and made-up ideas of their own, which can be very dangerous and can impact the culture in a very negative way. So the more you communicate, the better. And it can't be all about work. It must be about personal stuff and checking in with employees as a priority. And 
leaders just simply must make time for this and must make this a priority. Number six is the importance of being connected. Um, as I um, referred to in point number one with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, that third um, level in the um, hierarchy of needs about love and beyond belonging, this is this is really important. So transitioning on-site offices to fully working from home has highlighted the need for a high level of connectivity within teams and to keep the routines of spontaneous chat happening via channels like Teams and Slack and, and even WhatsApp. It has also highlighted the importance of connection to your net to your network for a different level of support and also that of your community, family and friends. But it's very easy for people to become disconnected, particularly if their hours have been reduced or if they've been stood down. So maintaining that connection and a high level of communication is super important for people to feel like they know what's happening, but to also to feel like they are part of something and um, not feeling isolated and alone. The seventh thing is the importance of looking after your mental health. This really goes without saying Everyone's mental health has been impacted. The cognitive load of this is enormous. Our mental health is so important for our resilience. They go hand in hand. So we must be doing what is needed to to support our mental health. That's eating well and exercising are two things that help significantly. Um, Being in control of how much alcohol and junk food we consume is another Coffee is another thing. You know, we can be very tempted to, I suppose, give ourselves a little buzz with a coffee fix throughout the day. But the more coffee we consume, the higher level of anxiety it can cause. So we need to be really anxious. Uh, sorry, need to be really conscious of how much coffee we're consuming because it also impacts our ability to sleep. And sleep is something that we desperately need right now. And to give ourselves the best opportunity of actually being able to do because of this significant cognitive load that we are carrying at the moment, sleep is something that is going to support us, support our mental health, support our well-being, and also um, support our ability to be resilient. Now, the eighth is in the importance of empowering people and just how creative people can be. Now, we know that leaders can't have all the answers and in fact don't, (laughs) especially in this situation because no one has lived through something like this before. I have seen so many wonderful initiatives as a result of empowering the team to come up with the answers and using their collective intelligence. This is so powerful in organisations And when linked back to your purpose, it enables people to know they're doing meaningful work. The level of creativity that happens as a result, it just astounds me. We humans can be incredibly creative when we want to be and need to be. Ideas are limitless and no idea is a dumb idea. 
But I think now more than ever, it's important to be utilizing the intelligence that your team has. You have such, oh, hopefully you have a really diverse range in terms of cultural, in terms of age, in terms of gender um, within the team. And this provides such a great opportunity to come up with some really great ideas to um, enable your organization to move forward with, but also to really galvanize the team and bring them together. The ninth thing is the importance of making decisions. It is so important to be making decisions. (laughs) And it may be a decision for today based on the information that you have uh, that will trigger another decision tomorrow. But the important thing is decisions must be made, whether they're right or wrong. To sit stagnant is dangerous when things are moving so quickly. And decisions also give people a level of confidence rather than them thinking, why isn't their leader making a decision or why are we just sitting here waiting when we should actually be doing something? And the last, number 10, is the importance of empathy. So people handle anxiety and challenge, uncertainty and fear very differently. Empathy is important because it helps us understand how others are feeling so we can respond appropriately to the situation. Demonstrating empathy as a leader, a friend, a colleague is important to understanding where people are at and how to respond and how to support and to be able to adjust our expectations accordingly. We can't have a blanket level of expectations for people as we used to. And we also can't have the same level of expectation on ourselves. It's really important to be empathetic with ourselves too. During this time, it's difficult and unreasonable to expect high performance every day from everyone. Be kind not only to others, but also to you. So they're my 10 top, I suppose, lessons or top tips on strategies that I have learned so far out of this pandemic and 10 things that I believe will serve us really, really well moving into the future, but also to keep going and keep getting better at for now. There are lots of other lessons throughout this period and no doubt there will be more. But I think the key is to be aware of what's happening around us and to take the lessons where we can to implement and benefit from as individuals, leaders, um, for the benefit of your business, your career, and also your life. We will get through this. It is a matter of time. So look after you and remember to control what you can and to make the most of what you've got. If you need support with your leadership, your team, your HR function, don't hesitate to reach out. And don't hesitate to reach out and let me know if you have any ideas um, and and lessons that you've learnt as well because I'd love to hear from you. But most of all, please do 
stay safe and well. And um, I know leaders are doing it really, really tough at the moment um, and they're doing an enormous job in trying to keep the doors open and to keep their team safe and employed. And I really, really applaud you. My heart goes out to everyone at this time and um, I really thank you for your support in tuning into this podcast. Thanks for listening and I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.